The Bible says in Psalm 107, verse 20, Then he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. On today's episode, we're going to discuss how to receive that word that he sent so we can receive the healing that God desires us to have. Blessings, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Behold Podcast, a ministry of the Gospel Mission Network. I'm your host, Steve Hannett, and every one of us should be encouraged because Jesus Christ not only suffered and died for you and me, but according to the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 8, verse 17, he took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. This means if Jesus Christ took them, we don't need to suffer with them any longer. The Be Healed podcast is filled with interviews and testimonies and teachings, all aimed to equip you with a strong biblical understanding of how to release God's power and anointing in your life so you can get healed and stay healed. Together, we have reached over 152 countries, and we encourage you to like, follow, and share the podcast with friends and family. So grab a notebook, get ready to receive some really important information about God's word so you can understand how to receive its healing power. Psalm 107 is a powerful psalm giving thanks to the Lord for his great works of power and deliverance. It's a record of the mercy of God and of the deliverance of God and how he responded to the children of Israel when they cried out for help. And in verse 20, it describes that God sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Now, this is powerful because this verse is not just describing what happened. It's not just describing that God did respond to their cry in mercy, but it describes how he did it. How did he heal them? How did he deliver them? from their destructions. And it says he sent his word. Now, this again puts the word of God at the very center of healing, at the very center of deliverance, at the very center of the releasing of the mercy and the grace and the power of Almighty God. The big, big key, though, is to understand how do we receive what God sent? In other words, how can we receive his word? Because if he sent his word to heal me, if he sent his word to deliver me from that which would try to destroy me, then how do I receive it? Well, to answer this question, we're going to look at the parable of all parables. It's the parable of the sower, and it's a parable of Jesus. Now, the word parable comes from two Greek words, para and balo, which together mean to throw alongside. In other words, a parable is kind of like an illustration or comparison between something you know and something you don't know. So parables put these two things together so that we're really able to get a deep understanding, a multidimensional and multi-leveled understanding of what Jesus is teaching. And so this parable of the sower that we're going to take a look at is so important that Jesus Christ himself, in Mark 4, verse 13, he said to them, do you not understand this parable? 
how then will you understand all the parables? So it's a very, very important parable that's going to teach and uh, help us to understand how to receive God's Word. Now, I'm not going to, of course, teach on this entirety of this parable because it is so extensive and so expansive, but I encourage you to read the parables. It's in the Synoptic Gospels. It's in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And I encourage you to really study the parable in a very, very deep way uh, so that you're able to really incorporate the understanding into your life. But for today's episode, I'm going to give kind of a high-level overview to hopefully inspire and help you understand some critical keys that literally will take you from being stuck in sickness to receiving the physical, mental, emotional, spiritual health that God provides through His covenant. Okay, so let's go to the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 13, and let's get some context to this parable so that we can understand how it may relate to receiving God's Word uh, in a way that is going to create healing. All right, so let's take a look at uh, verse 3. It says, Then he, speaking about Jesus, spoke many things to them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds came and devoured them. Some fell on stony places, where they did not have much earth, and they immediately sprang up because they had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. But others fell on good ground and yielded a crop, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. So later in Matthew chapter 13, Jesus goes ahead and now gives a description of the meaning of the parable. So we're going to pick up now verse 18. It says, Therefore, hear the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is he who received seed by the wayside. But he who received the seed on stony places, this is he who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures only for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, immediately he stumbles. Now he who receives seed among the thorns is he who hears the word, and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and he becomes unfruitful. But he who received the seed on the good ground is he who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and produces, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Well, that gives you a little bit of a context to what Jesus is uh, releasing and what he's teaching in the parable. So the first point that I'd like to highlight is that we need to understand what the parable is about. And because it's so extensive, I'm just going to mention a couple of things. And the first is, we have this idea that there is a sower. 
and the sower is sowing seed. In other words, someone is putting something in the ground with the expectation of something being produced. The first point I'd like to mention is that in all cases, the seed is exactly the same. The seed never changes. What is changing is the condition or the circumstances of the ground. And we have four of them. And they're frequently known as wayward ground, rocky ground, thorny ground, and good ground. And I'm going to go through each of these because this parable, though it is not specifically speaking about healing, is specifically teaching about the destiny of the word of God being planted in our hearts. We know this because in Mark chapter 4, verse 14, we're told exactly what the seed is that's being planted, and it's the word. It says in Mark 4, 14, the sower sows the word. And this is seen in the description of everything as Jesus is interpreting this parable. In Matthew chapter 13, verse 18, Jesus says, Therefore, hear the parable of the sower when anyone hears the word of the kingdom. So it's very clear that, that the sower is sowing the word of God into the human heart. Now, this is important to understand about healing because as we discussed in Psalm 107, verse 20, the Lord sent his word and healed them and delivered them from all their destructions. Well, if the Lord sends something, then we've got to receive it. That seed, the thing he sends, his word is sent to us, but it can be received in four ways. It can, it can have four different destinies. And I want to tell you that only one of those four grounds produced fruit. Could it be that the Bible is helping us to understand that the word of healing has been sent forth in the Bible? but we're often not receiving it in a way that is enabling the fruit of healing and deliverance to take place. Yes, praise God, you can apply this parable to every element of the Christian life concerning how we are receiving the Word of God. So let's take a look at the first ground here, this, this wayward ground, and, and I encourage you as you're listening to think through in what ways does your heart, does your mind, does your life uh, be best characterized by the different conditions? Now, this is not at all to make anybody feel badly. This podcast exists to help us grow into a place that we're receiving the Word of God so that we can be healed. So if we discover then something that is holding back or hindering the Word of healing from having its full effect— that's awesome news because now we can deal with it, we can change, we can repent, and we can build up, and then the healing Word of God is going to have full effect. Well, let's take a look at the first condition. It says in verse 19 of Matthew 13, this is again known as the wayward ground. It says that they heard the Word, but listen now, they did not understand it. The wayward ground represents that part that's uncultivated. It wasn't prepared. It wasn't prepared to receive the seed. So it's it's very hard and beaten down, and it only goes on the surface. And 
the Bible's describing that the birds of the air come and eat it. Now, if anybody's ever planted grass seed, you know the grass seed that's uncovered is just there and birds come and take it. Well, Jesus is describing what this means. He's saying that the wicked one, meaning the devil, comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. You see, God is trying to sow the word of healing into your heart, but if it isn't going deep, if it wasn't prepared, it hits this this very flat, beaten down earth, and the enemy comes and takes it away. It was lack of understanding of that word. The word was not guarded. The word was not treasured. The word was heard, but the enemy took it away. And so many people hear the word of healing, and they don't allow that word to go deeply into their heart. And before it can even begin the process of cultivating, before there could even be a healing, before there can even be a holding and a clinging to it and a faith in it, the enemy comes and takes it away. This is why I encourage as a pastor, everyone to make sure that you're taking notes and going back, replaying the podcast and really going and journaling on it and and, and getting the understanding um, that we need to have. And this is why it's also important that you have good mentors in your life, good elder brothers and sisters in the faith, um, a, a good sound pastor and a good church to be able to grow and understand. Uh, because without understanding, you can't hold it. Without understanding, you don't value it. Without understanding, the enemy comes and snatches it out of your heart. And so wayward people um, and wayward hearts, they never get anywhere with it. They may go to conferences, meetings, listen to podcasts, go to church services, even read the Bible themselves, but their heart is not really deeply receiving in any way the Word of God. And so they go through emotion over and over and over, and it isn't mixed with faith, it isn't mixed with love, it isn't mixed with a hunger and a thirst, it isn't mixed with a fervency, and it does not produce anything in their life. Many people say, but I read the Bible. Well, many times they're reading the Bible, but they're not receiving the Word of God. Many times they're not receiving it deeply, and the enemy is coming and taking it away. We've had people before, and this has happened in my own life, where the Lord is showing me something, and six months later, I'm thinking, wow, yes, I remember God taught me that, but I didn't keep it in front of me. I didn't keep it there in front of my mind, and it was as if it was in and out, and this happens to many people. I want you to even think about what has your pastor been preaching for the last few weeks? Do you remember the points? Have you gone back, thought about them, meditated upon them, really made sure that you're getting them deep into your heart? Because that's how it's going to produce fruit. Okay, the next ground, often known as the rocky or shallow ground, is where the person hears the word and they receive it. It got further than the wayward ground. They received it and they did it with joy, but the word never developed root in the person's heart and difficulty became um, too strong for them and they wound up stumbling and they, they didn't continue in the word. It got further. They received it with joy, but there was persecution. There was trouble. There was difficulty. And, you know, the thing on my heart 
is sometimes people learn about the Word of God concerning healing and about the promises of God, and they go and share it with friends and family, and they get ridiculed. They get persecuted. How can you believe that? Why would you believe that? Don't believe that. The Bible's just a storybook. Well, they would be incorrect about that. The Bible is actually the thing that healed the Israelites, the Word of God, and delivered them from their destruction. But people may have received it with joy, but they don't continue in it. That means the process stopped. It got further than the wayward, but the process stopped. And too many people hear the word, receive it with joy, and immediately it doesn't bear the fruit that they want it to bear, and they fall away. They don't continue in it. And what they don't realize is they've aborted the process. The process of God's word working in your heart stopped. It was going to bear fruit. It needed time to mature. It needed time to be understood further. It needed time to get intimate with it, for faith to, to develop from it, for it to be uh, not only believed and received, but acted upon. But they stopped the process. Every time you stop the process, you're literally preventing whatever would have been created, whatever would have been birthed, whatever would have been manifested you've stopped it. You, you have determined that it's no longer going to come to pass. Many people will not realize that they were shallow ground and had no root. They'll just say, oh, the word of God didn't work. Prayer didn't work. Prayer for healing didn't work. They laid hands on me, but it didn't work. So we really need to understand not only how not to be wayward, but how to root the word of God in our heart deeply. All right, let's go to the third type of soil. And this is the thorny soil. We're going to read from verse 22 again. It says, Now, he who receives seed among the thorns is he who hears the word, and the cares of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and he becomes unfruitful. So much to share about this, especially for us in our busy lives. We often do not give the time, the attention, to focus, to studying and understanding God's Word, rooting God's Word, and providing the environment so that that Word of God will be the only thing in operation. But we are often distracted with the cares of this world. We're chasing so many other things. We have so many other priorities and idolatries and so many things that we're not giving the attention to the word. And so it isn't growing. It actually gets choked. The devil, when he sees that he wasn't able to steal it from the wayward ground, he wasn't able to prevent it from remaining shallow. It got in there. It, it really got deep into the heart, but now it's contending with things. It's contending with other worries and other anxieties and other cares of the world us pursuing other things. I'm not going to speak too deeply about this, but you can imagine in the area of the word of healing, how many things and cares and anxieties and things are we going after other than the word of God? And it's not able to produce what we want it to produce. This is a very, very, very big and common scenario where we're seeing that people assess themselves as saying, hey, I'm not wayward. I'm not shallow. I really let the Word of God go deeply into my heart, 
Why isn't it working? We need to develop an environment within the heart that is literally free of thorns. We have to deal with every distraction and everything because, you know, many times we're going after healing and we're going after God's word, but we're not doing it with all of our heart. And in Matthew chapter five, Jesus releases a promise uh, that basically teaches us that if we have a hunger and a thirst for righteousness, we're going to be filled. Uh, we're going to be blessed. That's in Matthew 5, verse 6. And so we really need to have this, uh, this mindset and this heart set, rather, that is protecting the word and really giving heedance to it without other distractions. This means a prioritization of time. This means a prioritization of love for God's word, a prioritization of faith in God's word so that there's nothing contending, nothing is able to choke the word, because even though it got this far, it still did not produce the fruit. So in verse 23, we finally come to the good ground, the only one that bears fruit. And it says, but he who received seed on the good ground is he who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and produces some 100, some 60, some 30. So this is a very, very powerful description that the word will produce. It will produce fruit. It simply needs the right environment in order for that to happen. So we can imagine that in our culture, how easy it is to be wayward, how easy it is to be shallow ground, how easy it is to be filled with thorns. It is not common to find people who are protecting, learning, understanding, living with, and prioritizing the Word of God to such a degree that it was unhindered. I want to tell you the Word of God is going to produce in your life. And that's why listening to the Be Healed podcast is meant to enrich your life, to help plant the word, water the word, fertilize the word, and help you be able to have that word produce the healing in your life. I want to tell you emphatically, the word works. God's promise works. In 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 56, the Bible describes that not one of the promises made to Moses was found unfaithful. They all came to pass. Jesus, though, when he was giving this parable, Listen to what he says. He said in verse 14 about these people, he said, And in them the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled, which says, Hearing you will hear and shall not understand, and seeing you will see and not perceive. For the hearts of this people have grown dull. Their ears are hard of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears, lest they should understand with their hearts and turn so that I should heal them. That's Matthew chapter 13, verses 14 and 15. Did Jesus just say that he's not able to heal them because of the condition of their eyes, ears, and hearts? Yes. Yes. This is why the instruction of the word of God is so beautiful because God is helping to diagnose us. But this is beautiful because the Lord is showing he wants to heal us. He wants the healing balm of his word to break through. He sent his word to heal us and to deliver us 
from all the destructions. So this is where the idea of discipleship and and sanctification and growing in the Word of God, our understanding growing. Will you give yourself to the process? Because a lot of people, they sometimes just want to go to the front of an altar and have hands laid on them, and, and that's it. But I'm sharing with you that God sent His Word to live in your heart. And Jesus is the deliverer. According to the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 1 and 2, and Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 14, Jesus is the Word. Yes, the Father sent Jesus into the world to heal us and to deliver us from our destructions. Yes, Jesus is the one whom the Father is planting, sowing into our hearts. Could it be that this parable is about not just the destiny of the Word of God, as an inanimate object, but the living word as Jesus. So the Father is planting Jesus Christ, the living healing deliverer, into our heart and is describing the, the, the healer will be able to do as much as the heart receives. This is why Satan does not want the word to be planted in your heart. This is why Satan is trying to get you to not read the Bible, get you too tired, too distracted, too discouraged, to open it up, and really develop relationship intimately with the Word. He never wants you to understand it. Why? Because if you receive it, protect it, enable it to grow deep roots, prevent all the thorns from choking it, you're going to bear fruit. And some are going to bear a hundredfold, and some are going to bear 60, and some are going to bear 30, but they will bear the fruit. So this is a tremendous uh, exercise now to think about. God, what have I done with Jesus in my heart? And what words of Jesus, what words of the Bible have been planted deeply? And what words have not? It's time to go and get engaged in the process that God wants His Holy Spirit to take you through. Maybe you've already experienced breakthrough in the healing anointing of God, but maybe you're also somebody that says, I need to make sure I'm not wayward, shallow or thorny ground. I'm determined to be good ground for God. And this is where you want to look at your lifestyle, your time, your time spent with the Word of God, and really commit to the process. No matter how hard it is or how long it takes, know that the Word is going to produce healing in the good ground. Now, we've got a resource that I want to let you all know about. It was the very reason uh, that this book was written. It's called Unleashing Heaven's Breath. It's going to be uh, teaching you about how the Word of God is the portal to power, how to encounter the power of the Word of God, and then how to live the supernatural life that God desires the Word to equip us to live. All the proceeds of the book go to support uh, our ministry, the Gospel Mission Network, which is doing the work of the Great Commission. And I highly encourage you to, to purchase it. And uh, the easiest way to do that is to go to Amazon.com and you can type Unleashing Heaven's Breath. You can get a hard copy, Kindle version, paperback, and even an audio book uh, there to help bless you and continue to equip you uh, for you to experience the miracle power of the Word of God. Well, we pray God bless you. 
keep you and lead you into a full understanding of his word. And we pray that we shall be found good ground by the Lord Jesus Christ at this hour. We look forward to speaking with you next week. Again, this is Steve Hannett on the Be Healed Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Be Healed Podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett, and you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone, and you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live in his grace and peace. Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of his grace and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless, and I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of the Gospel Mission Network. A church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.